Hey, hey, Paul, what's up, man? Nothing. Just thinking about uh, getting support from my friends and loved ones. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's great. Well, hey, you know, if that never comes to you, uh, there's a great podcast out there. It's called Goosebuds. Maybe you're listening to it right now. Yeah, uh, they have a Patreon page oh. where you can uh, support the the show that you're listening to. Well, that's almost howdy, both of y'all. Oh, Whoa, who's this here? My name's my name's Aaron Aaron J Patreon and I found a Patreon. <laughs> what? Wow! Oh my God! This is so special. We, we J- Jared, is that your name? No, Aaron. But that's fine. I'm Jared J- Jared J Patreon. Well, he is Aaron Jared Patreon. Aaron Jared, <laughs> Jared. Patreon. I found a Patreon when I found those sweet internet mines down in the Gulch, and now I fund a podcast. And ASMR videos and all sorts of weird shit. AJP, I've been thinking about my loved ones and friends and how they don't support me, but you came along and you're even better. I just want to tell you boys that I love Goosebuds. It's my favorite podcast. And, and, and I gotta say, you have some of the best rewards. Uh, I love Camp Goosebuds as a side thing to listen to. It fills my heart with glee because all my family's dead. Oh, that is sad, but I'm happy that you pay $5 to the Patreon once a month to receive a bonus podcast where uh, myself, uh, my friend Paul here, and my friend Chad, I don't know where he's We he's haven't been right able now. to find him for the... For oh, I killed him on the way here. I needed his energy for fuel. We go by Highlander rules, so you're now on the show. Thank you. You're now on the show. We're going to have to do a Camp Goosebuds soon. Um, um, but uh, you're going to be in on it. So, okay. Well, well this is wonderful. J- Aaron J. Patreon. Aaron Jared Patreon. Thank you for making <laughs> Patreon. It helps us make Goose Buds possible. I, and it gives me, I get a tiny bit of money out of it because I keep the whole thing going. But I'm going to rule the world someday. I, that, oh, oh, okay. Cool. Um, I know that's not as good of a convincing argument at all, but... Mostly you guys support the show. I take a tiny slice. I don't know when we made that deal with you, but uh, okay. He he does. He takes a percentage. He does take a percentage. Tom, did you cut that deal with Aaron? I, I, I didn't. Chad did. He's dead now. So oh. it's. Oh, I mean, shit. I shouldn't have killed him. Well, well <laughs> damn. <laughs> well, no, I mean, he's dead. So, you know, there's no arguing it now. I hope more people go to patreon.com slash goosebuds and support you boys and give you energy. I hope I hope that. I hope that we get more energy through that. I also hope that by some miracle my friend Chad can come back to life. I I'm feeling a lot of energy coming in. And I think, Dom, if we think hard enough about it, and maybe Aaron, if you would like to join in with us. Alright. Maybe we could bring Maybe we could bring Chad back to life. Let's do it. Let's think real hard okay, right now. Let's think real hard. Uh, I'll, I'm, I'm donating to the Patreon. I'm envisioning myself donating to the Patreon. I and... think he's coming back. Oh, guys. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Alex. How's it going? I'm so excited. I love you Wait, all. Oh, he's it's back. It's Chad. It's it worked. Chad. Totally different it voice worked. than Aaron J. Patreon. Yeah, that's right. That's me. I, I killed you earlier. You did. But I, you know what? I love you. To old Southern man. You're great. Wow. Wow. Thank God for Patreon. Goosebuds is a show. That you can support on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Goosebuds. Check it out.
got I got eighties pop playing for Samson in the, in two other rooms. I feel He's, like I I hope that Samson is happy and enjoys that rock. He loves it. Good, good, good. But I do feel like his his noises are a bit of the they're just a part of the podcast. He's like, oh no, don't say that. I feel so bad. He's just a guy. He's ambient. He's he fills out the air when we're not talking. I know, yeah. but I feel like that's part of like, oh, this is a haunted house, and the ghosts just come with it, like that kind of thing. <laughs> I've never read a comment that was like, I hate Chad's bird. Never, so never. I think it's fine. I, I did read a comment that said, turn it up. Give Samson on mine. <laughs> maybe as a bonus Patreon thing, it'll just be like a whole hour of Samson jungle sounds, and it'll just be like, fall asleep to the smooth screeches of the sun conure, the loudest pet parrot you can get. It's like the Tiki Room. Ah, yeah, the Tiki Room is insane. In Disneyland? Yeah, he's mm. like a part of the Tiki Room. Have, oh. have you sat in the Tiki Room? Uh, I've only been to the Disney World Tiki Room. I've never been to the Disneyland Tiki the Room. Di- I don't know how the Disney World one compares, but uh, I didn't even know about the Tiki Room in Disneyland until like a Disney expert showed me behind the Dole Whip stand, the Tiki Room. And it's uh-huh. like the oldest running Disneyland exhibit. It was like the very last thing that Walt designed before he went into the cryo sleep. He and died in the room. He died in the room. Well, the birds killed him, and it's <laughs> and it's like very simple animatronic puppets. But I didn't realize that the Tiki Room, at least in Disneyland, goes for forty five fucking minutes. Like, it's a long. I remember being a child. It's so long. It's forty five minutes. It's like auditory waterboarding. It's just like these like little parrots just like coming down and echoing is like and now the swans sing and then they like in the tiki 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 room they sing this song yeah and they can't change it because walt now this is copyright oh shit oh fuck disney already got us but i didn't think about that disney got us because because like walt wrote it it's like it's it's like scriptures they can't change a single part about it and it's like this sad tor- torture chamber. And he did die in there. They wheeled his jack shack in. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. I heard, like, um, the animatronic birds went crazy and killed him. And it's like the new Freddy Got Fingered. Fre- Wait, not Freddy Got Fingered, Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> Freddy Got Fingered. You know that thing all the teen kids love called Freddy Got Fingered? Where with... With Teen Sensation, Tom Green. Yeah. Tom Green jacking off at Robot Dick. I was talking about Tom Green yesterday. Well, you know, he's he's very topical. What were you talking about, Tom Green? Uh, people were just talking about observational humor. And I was like, yeah, I don't really get... I was like, I just don't really get that term. I guess I just see everything as a joke. And I was like, like Tom Green, I guess, is would do a lot of observational humor, right? Is that what observational humor is? I thought observational humor was like... I don't know. I thought it was I thought, I thought observa- Yeah, I thought observational humor was like, yeah, what's that, what's the deal with airplane food like tom green was like tom green was very early prank stuff like not like mean pranks but just like man on the street making an ass of himself right yeah but he would do observational stuff where he'd be like look at the sign that's weird you know that kind oh, of stuff. oh you're right i think well like, i think he I, was doing like meta observational because his was like kind of making fun of yes my that, bum is right? on the couch that was a, that, that was is observational. Song. That was an observation that uh, of an action he was doing. I would almost say it's like blind observational humor in that he's like a blind seer and just kind of saying crazy shit. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. but much like an oracle, it is it is hitting at the deep core of society, um, and that's why Drew Barrymore fell in love with him. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, the uh, what? The, but the 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 in, in terms of jokes, uh, the observational joke that I pointed out was. 
that one where everyone's heard it where it's like why do we drive in the driveway or why do we park in the driveway and <laughs> drive on the parkway mm-hmm. i've like, not oh, heard that i like observation it. about an absurdity in our lives madison right. square garden is neither square nor a garden right the the door Chad, is observing chad's observing the, <laughs> the door is ajar <gasps> it's what? not ajar that's a that's <laughs> a that is <laughs> I'm blowing my mind over here, Paul. That's a that's a mind. Well, that was one of that was uh, Bill Hicks talking about being on acid and looking at his uh, looking oh, at his God. his dash lights that said the door is ajar and it blew his mind. Question: <laughs> How much damage did Bill Hicks do to an entire generation of young comics by going? Regardless of my own art form, if it's good or not, you guys can just go up and scream at women, and it's okay. Oh yeah. That's not a whole tone of just like, yeah, he's just up there. He's just, he's just fucking on drugs and he's yelling. He's yelling at you. Yeah, he was just, he was the yelling guy. But he had, I, I have a, a love hate relationship with him because he had some really interesting stuff to say. You know, it's like him and like Carlin and all those guys who are just kind of like, right. when you see him doing like early SNL, they just go up and like, I'm just mad. I'm just mm-hmm. mad, goddammit, and you're mm-hmm. mad too. And like, yep. yeah, it was a different, it was a different time back then. It welcome really to, was. Welcome to Goosebuds. Welcome uh, to Goosebuds, the world's only comedy podcast <laughs> where we talk we, about comedy. We talked about comedy. And we talked to comedians about how they got started in comedy, and all of their stories are totally different and not at all the same. Mm-mm. Not at all the same. Not one white guy was bored at his college open mic and got up there. Not one. You know, I thought about. You know, I, I, I was looking around like, could I, could I like rent a house out here? Could I afford that? Mm-hmm. Turns out, turns out I can't, but I was looking around and I realized I was about to rent or maybe it was actually to buy. I just didn't realize that was the mortgage price and not the rent price. I was like, Oh, it's a uh, old Mark Marin's, Mark Marin's house. Oh, the podcast he sold, house. He, he sold his house. And I was like, I feel like there's a really good, very niche horror movie about moving into Mark Marin's old house. Uh-huh. And being haunted by alt comedian, alt comic ghosts, and like like The Conjuring, you slowly start going more insane, and and you hate Lauren Michaels for no reason, and you're like you get more and more paranoid about people coming to get you. And you're like, dude, it's it's fucking the Marin curse, dude. He's got you, dude. I like that concept. That's I'm gonna, cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna add a little layer on there. Yeah. So you're paranoid. The person's paranoid. He's seeing all these like ghosts of like comics and stuff like that. But the but. There is like a slasher stalker uh, named TJ Miller who's trying to break back in for one last interview to save his career. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Or, or I like that a lot. Or um, a TJ Miller or another I mean, TJ Miller's perfect. Uh, like stash some coke in the ca- in the house, and he's coming to get it, but like he doesn't know that that Marin moved out. So he's like, "I'm going to get that regardless if you live or die." Well, now that sound okay. The way that's <laughs> setting up kind of sounds more like a um, like a like a comedy. Oh, I was thinking like T.J. Miller's like Mike Myers, but not the comedian Mike Myers, the horror. <laughs> but if like Michael Michael Myers wanted to pick up some drugs, he'd stash. <laughs> yeah, he'd stash, and he's like in his rage, is just going to kill you as he tries to get through the house. Yeah. Wow. By the way, uh, I watched Halloween on Halloween night for the, the first time. The original. Wait, the new. The original, yeah, I never, I, I have it. I just, I, you know, it had been on when I was a kid, but I never just sat down and watched the whole thing. Um, 
It's so good. But uh, really, because the- Joe Williams texted me uh, and said that it was terrible. Who's who's Joe the, Williams? The new Halloween, the the original Halloween. He said he did not like it. Joe Williams is oh. a friend of Dom and I's from way back in the day. We worked with them at Gamer Vision. Shout out to Joe uh, Williams. Joe, uh, if you're listening, uh, you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's not. Is, he's not. Don't it, worry. <laughs> he's uh, he 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 he's not. He's definitely not listening. No, Halloween's a great movie. Um, you know, I watched a bunch of Giallo films, uh, the Italian precursor to the slasher and stuff like that. Um, and uh, Halloween is basically a, a Giallo film just done right and really well and hmm. really well paced. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Deborah Hill. Just going to throw that out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, it's so good. After watching a bunch of Giallo movies that like Italian, you know, trash movies the directors just start doing whatever they want and the plot hardly makes any sense at a point. Yeah. But uh, uh, Halloween is the really, really great version of that. And that's why we have so many movies like that. Um, I haven't seen it since I was very young, so I can't speak. I to saw it in college. Quality. I remember be going, Oh, it's, it's better than you would think for seeing about 50 to a hundred movies at all. Not ripped it off, but just did the same thing later. Right. Uh, also on Halloween night, uh, I saw, I was flipping through the channels. I was watching Nosferatu and then Chud was coming on. So nice. I was flipping through and Halloween three was on. <gasps> but it Season was of the on, Witch? Season of the Witch, but it was on in Spanish. Cool. Uh, however, they showed all the gore. Whoa. Like, when the hobo's head gets ripped off. Yeah, I was like, wow. I don't. I don't remember a hobo's head getting ripped off in the version that you and I watched, but cool. Oh, you remember? Yeah, remember when like... Tom Atkins is just like he's he goes out to get some liquor after like sleeping with that woman <laughs> and then like he travels to this town where they're making these yeah. masks and he he uh he he sleeps with this woman that he's picked up and then he's just like he's going out for some liquor and as he's as he's coming back he like runs into a hobo that's like hey can I have some and he's like yeah here you go what do you know about this town and the hobo tells him everything he's sure. like oh yeah this town is messed up man like the, uh, these people, they're bad. and like, Aliens or something. Yeah, like aliens or or season of the witchcraft. Uh, and then Tom Atkins is like, ah, oh, thanks, man. See ya. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and then, and then like men in black, like rip that hobo's head off. I kind of remember that. God. Season- isn't it, isn't the Halloween, it's like, what, isn't there like a big drop off or like a big change in, in like the overall storylines in the later Halloween? It's, it's, Dom, you probably know better. I was trying to do some research before the new one and I've only seen a couple of them, but like the plot line completely keeps changing it. Like I, I was shocked to read that in canon, uh what's her name the activia yogurt lady uh jamie lee curtis jamie lee curtis sorry i hate that i think of her as yogurt that's Uh, the thing you pick out for her i love that or or world of warcraft mom that's the only other thing i think of Mm -hmm, for is mm -hmm. she's like canonically died multiple times like the second movie starts with like just find out that she died off screen and then she comes back later like oh that was all fake news that was that wasn't real and then she died again and then now she's back. Like, just don't worry about it. Mm. She's like, Halloween she's two, immortal. Halloween two is a crazy ride. Halloween one is good, and then Halloween two they just amped it up. And um, she's in the hospital because like it happens immediately after it. Like it it starts immediately after Halloween one ends. So it's uh-huh. still Halloween night. Okay. And ha- Jamie Lee Curtis is in the hospital, and she's like traumatized by the events. Um, but the like uh, 
uh, Donald Pleasance is still looking for Michael Myers because he he knows he's still out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, so he's like freaking out, and then like uh, he's like trying to chase someone who kind of looks like Michael Myers because it's still Halloween night. There's still costumes going on, mm-hmm. and like and then like a car a cop car hits this trick or treater. And it, he, it hits a van and it explodes. Oh, cool. <laughs> it's such a crazy, it's such a, it's, that's the first death of that movie. It's by cops. I think it's cool. That it continues like right after the first movie. Like it's just one night of rampage. Yeah. It's really, really insane, but it, it's good. Dom, you were talking about speaking of people dying and disappearing from this earth. <laughs> you were just telling us about a guy that drank something and disappeared, right? Oh, I made that up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was really on board. Yeah, I believe yeah. it. I teased it. I was like, stop talking. We got to record. We could talk about disappearances. Have I talked about the disappearance on uh, Unsolved Mysteries that I watched that was really spooky? Wait. Not <laughs> the one where the woman was abducted over the phone. Not no, the one where I mean, the guy went, no. No. <laughs> no, not not that one. I was talking about that one. This one is th- this one involves the new kids on the block. Did I talk about that no, one? No, no, no. Tell us. Yeah, so like Which um, new kid on the block gets stolen? Oh gosh. It's a whole mixed up mystery. Scrappy Doo is there. It's oh no. Um no. Uh what happens is a girl goes missing one night when she goes out to go to the corner store to get some something, like a drink or something. Uh-huh. This young young girl. And so this they have this whole unsolved mysteries episode that's like where is she um you know this woman like two states away swear that swears that she had seen her and like gave an account of like the when she saw her and like the information that this girl gave her and so the family's like she's still out there she must be a runaway and i i I was thinking about this last night because i was thinking about the the soul asylum song runaway train you guys know Mm -hmm, runaway train right beautiful song I was uh, I was thinking of a totally different song. Runaway Train's great, for sure. Uh, Runaway Train, if you don't know, lyrics are, Runaway Train, never coming back, wrong way, on a one-way track. There's more to it, but it's about kids running away from home. I would say uh, it's also uh, immortalized in Always Sunny with when Dee starts singing it drunkenly in a car. Oh, I did not. I don't. Oh, I've never I, seen, I that seen that scene. That they they, they uh, go road tripping. It's a different. It's an episode where they go all, to the Grand Canyon. Anyway. Uh, guys, it was Always Sunny. Great show. Um, there's a... Uh, but I was like, yeah, I was thinking about that song, and I was like, it's kind of fucked up that their song's like, it was like, hey, all you runaways that ran away, come on home. It's okay. But like the reality of runaways or quote unquote runaways is that um, they were either one abducted or two, they ran away from an abusive household. Um, abusive. So- yeah, like abusive or like they, you know, like they, especially in like the 90s or like probably earlier, they were like, they could have been like gay or lesbian or whatever, you know, and like weren't accepted in their household. Could have been that too. Well, it, you, which I guess it, would be abusive. As you, as you, as you listen to maybe more true crime or or crime, or as you just get into crime yourself, as you'll, yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll, yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll 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 understand that cops will often report someone as a runaway because they know they were murdered and they don't feel like reporting that. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, that's another thing that happens. So this episode of Ensemble Mysteries, they're like, where is this girl? Please come home. You've been spotted out there. We know you're out there. Please come home. So, uh, you know, months go by. And uh, and then uh, they're watching the new kids on the block hanging tough <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, live concert VHS in their home. And they go, there she is. That's our daughter. She's in the audience of this new kids on the block concert. What a curse that they were watching a live concert on tape and thus were screwed. <laughs> yes. Yes. What a curse. So so they were like, "Oh my gosh, we have to we have to find her." So the new kids on the block 
are in this fucking episode of Unsolved Mysteries. And they're like, I forget her name, but they're like, Shelly, if you're listening, please come home. It's okay. It's going to be fine. Your parents won't be mad at you. They just worry about you. Just come home. So like at the end of this whole package uh, of, 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 of an unsolved mystery, uh, the company that uh, digitally transferred all these episodes, what they did is that they looked up the cases and then they added additional information at the end of the, the, con- the segment, okay. uh, just in lower thirds. It's just like, hey, this is what happened. Uh, well, it turns out she was just abducted by her neighbor and murdered. Oh, uh, my God. Uh, How did uh, she yeah. get to the concert? She didn't. <laughs> the person who says <laughs> that she didn't. saw her uh, to... <laughs> How did she get to the concert? She did. <laughs> she, the person who saw her... The person who saw, uh, said that she saw her two states away or whatever just watched an episode of Unsolved Mysteries or saw a wanted poster and they were like, I saw her. <laughs> uh, and, you know, uh, so it's just the grim reality of things. Uh, anyway, welcome to Goosebuds. Welcome to Goosebuds. <laughs> I just want to... Before we get into our Goosebuds conversation, I just want to say that the entire time I was enraptured by that story, but I, I for some reason, when you said Soul Asylum, I thought of Soul Soul Coughing. Decision. Soul oh. Decision. Oh, I don't even know what that one is. They're that pop group, and they only had that one hit, Faded, and it's like, how'd that go? You really gonna make me? Please, you know, just hold like, on. I can just look it up, or like, you can sing Ke- it. What Kevin, just for? lay it in for a second. So the viewers know, and it's like. It's like song. when, but the, the, he'll tell you why when I sing it. The lyrics are fucking rapey as shit. Like, Ugh. yeah, I don't almost want to sing them, but this is a pop hit on the radio. It's like, when I get you all alone, I'm uh-huh. going to move in nice and close. Ain't nobody going to interrupt my game. Ugh. Ever since you've been hanging around, I've been trying to figure out what I can say to you to get some play. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Don't you think it's time we went a bit further? Every night we say goodbye. I'm wondering when you and I haven't hit it. Can we get it on? And it's about him being drunk and stoned and making a move on this girl, regardless of the situation. Terrifying. Where where she clearly has given an answer. She's clearly, there's a reason why they haven't hooked up yet. But another one of those songs where you're just like, man, lyric-wise, this is, uh, this got some bad messaging to it. Not to be overly sensitive, but just Jesus. Like, check your, check your wording a little bit. Weird. You know? Clay Weird. Aiken. Clay Aiken once sung when If I Was Invisible. I would just watch you in your room. I would I would watch you where you stand. It's a stalker song. And yeah, what a lot of this shit oh, is though. Oh my gosh. Um what is that guy's name? Who's Johnny Mathis? I think that's his <laughs> Who's name. Who's Johnny if, Mathis? I like So it. you know him from singing like Christmas carols? Like they they they're always playing the Johnny Mathis version of Christmas carols. Well, that's the, is it the one? I wish like the baby it's cold outside which is the scariest Christmas that song. That is a baby it's cold outside is a little song. yeah. That is a date rape song. It's yes. like, what's in this what's drink? What's in this drink? Don't worry about it. Let's keep going. Don't worry about it. It's cold outside, baby. Um, but no, the uh, that so they, they always play his versions of Christmas carols on during Christmas. But you should listen to his other songs. They're super stalkerish. It's like, I'll always be watching. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's, like, it's like really, really discomfort- she- uncomfortable. I remember my mom telling me when I was younger, she was like, yeah, I don't like his songs. And then like, I was watching a commercial for like the best of Johnny Mathis. I was like, oh, oh no, these are horrible. <laughs> I, these are- I, I never thought of it, but like, because Jen brought it up to me the other day because she discovered some song uh was really like really gross but she brought up how i saw her standing there 
It's like a, oh yeah, staring at a girl who's underage. Yeah, uh, she's seventeen. I mean, she was just seventeen. You know, you what, know I mean. what I mean? No, I don't. What do you mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> Elaborate, Paul. There was that Johnny Mathis song that was called like "My Holiday Puzzle Basement." You're totally right. Oh my god, it was totally a song about kidnapping someone. <laughs> yeah. Um. I'll. Uh, so like. That's something you realize that as a, it's like a Twilight Zone moment. I think every every person will eventually come across where you're just like, oh my god, I've been hanging out with stalkers and murderers in my ears forever, <laughs> this whole time. <laughs> think whole about time. how many, think about how many how many men we've heard sing about stalking people that were, their only reason they were diverted from stalking someone was through song. Song saved them from stalking somebody. Well, if I may say. These, you know, these stalking holiday songs are kind of subliminal messaging. A little bit. Uh-huh. Which which would lead into what we should explain what this episode is about, which is not a goosebump book. Not a goosebump. Yeah, uh, we've been subliminally uh, teasing this forever, all right? <laughs> <laughs> we know you wanted to hear a grim podcast about scary stuff. And goosebumps just wasn't doing it for you. We were feeding you the bumps. You we wanted like, the oh, push. Yeah, this is spooky. We wanted to push the fear factor. Well, you, you know, if I may, you're getting you're getting your goosebumps vitamins, but there's like five or six other horror comedy uh, nutrients in the food pyramid that you got to get. Yeah. So, well, I, you've been getting them this whole time at a microdose. Yes. Now here's now try this ninety nine percent. So what we thought we'd do. Is like, you know, try this thing where we occasionally uh, just share something with one another that spooks us. And Mm -hmm. yeah, we'll totally do more Goosebump books. I think next episode we'll probably do a Goosebump book. But for this time, we're just going to talk about this thing that really freaked Dom out. And Dom's going to spook us. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm down to talk about this. Um, I think I'm ready to talk about it. Yeah? Okay, because we can like wait. We can wait here. Well, I do. I do want to say. I do want to say one thing about the Goosebumps book. Yeah, which one? Somebody in, in suggested general. that we do it out of order. That we yes. don't go in order. And uh, if people, I want. I want to know how people feel about that. Leave I kind of dig it. Tell us. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think people, especially people on Patreon, since they have a very, a very obvious place to leave comments for us, leave those comments or write us an email or shoot us a tweet and let us know if you would prefer us to just jump to the hits right away. Also, the or Patreon let us, people. Or let us know in the in the Goosebumps Discord, exclusive for Patreon supporters. Because because really, the Goosebuds Patreon people are better people. Much like well, in Starship okay. Troopers, they are citizens. Yes, they I didn't s- want to say. I didn't want to say it, but I'm glad you did. They're, they're, they they have served in the army against the Bug People, and they get to vote. They have they guarantee citizenship. Patron patron. Isation guarantees citizenship. What's the matter? You you maggots, you want to live forever or whatever? Yeah, let's do it. You want to have money forever? No. <laughs> Give it to us. <laughs> you're just going to spend it anyway. No, yes. Why not spend it on think about the <laughs> Think friends. about the dumb things you're going to spend it on and don't do that and give it to us. You could buy Starship Troopers five disc Blu-ray set. You don't <laughs> want that. It's bad. I want that. I want that. I want to buy. No, after the first movie, they forget it's propaganda. It, they they completely think it's genuine. You don't want that. No. <laughs> um, I do want to say one last thing about uh. the unsolved mysteries thing is that uh, uh, for murdering his neighbor, the guy got eighteen years and uh, he was up for parole. And uh, there was a Facebook page that was like, "Please do not let this guy out. He's a murderer. 
uh here's the sad thing about unsolved mysteries uh we talked about this the on mur- this podcast. Murderers almost always get out. Yeah, they we, almost, mentioned, yeah so. we, we mentioned, I think, Paul, what you're talking about, like that there's now a generation of people who are watching old Unsolved Mystery reruns at the time that these murderers are getting off on parole and, like, following up on it. Right. And we learned that if you just can hide hide your murder for, like, 10, 15, 20 years... <laughs> You can get away. You can get out of jail real quick. That's what like one of the things we learned, right? Right, Tom, when we were watching this. Yeah, if you if you if there if it's a long enough period. I think another thing I've learned, and maybe this was on the podcast or not, but really, if you murder someone that just indiscriminately not connected to you, you're probably going to get away with it. Yeah, just That's, don't be mad. Don't be don't, mad when you murder. Don't be mad at you murder, and you just pick a random person you have no connection to. The cops aren't going to be able to connect the dots. They don't have a blood registry for everyone. No, you can get away yeah. with it. Get your yeah, murder out. If, if someone on this podcast gets murdered, they're gonna NSA go through everyone's computer. So just just to let you guys know, in case anybody was thinking. Well, now I've now I've protected us by saying that. By saying that, now we officially everybody has a, a reason to murder us, so they can't. Do no, it they have us. a reason to not murder. Well, I'm us. saying I'm saying they have a reason. <laughs> they have now everybody has a, a motive to murder us. Dom is what I'm saying. That's and, right. And yeah, we you gave them the this subliminal scene. Yeah, I got you all trapped in a in a in a logic logic game. If you don't want to get murdered, go out into a city street when you're going out and hanging out and scream, "Don't any of you murder me!" And then then you will definitely have the same protection we have now. Yeah, you're shopping for apples, and then somebody's like, shopping someone's near you. Apples? Just fucking look at them and go. Don't you put your murder eyes on me. A hundred percent, they will not be able to murder you. Here's the way to do it. Here's the way to do it. I just figured this out. What you do. Uh-huh. Is you befriend everyone. Okay. Everyone. You establish relationships with everyone so that those people can't become potential, you know, murderers because they'll be traced back. Chad, I will support you in your grand experiment to join every social network and befriend every single person in the world so that you can never be murdered. I will help you with that. Chad.org. 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 Join my friend. It's like Kim.com, but it's (laughs) Chad.org. Don't it'll be called don't murder Chad dot friend. Yeah. And then you're all suspects now in my eventual murder case. Everyone sign up for don't murder Chad dot friend. Okay. I'm, so, in, I'm, I'm in a I'm in a long murder with Chad. Like it's like a long call. Oh, like a long game. <laughs> I'm going to eventually murder him, but I'm waiting. But Dom, at some point that means you gotta like break off ties with me for a while, and I don't want you to do that. Yeah. Forever. No. <laughs> no, I would never murder you. Oh, Chad. thanks, man. I wouldn't uh, murder you. And now that I said it on a podcast, it's legal. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I was. Uh, I, we were, I was. Uh, <laughs> I'm I was staying quiet about, about whether or not I'm going to murder. That's you. That's fine. Either. I appreciate. I respect it. I respect it. That's what a real murderer would do. Uh, my girlfriend and I. We were talking. Mm-hmm. We were talking. Oh, about- oh, whoa! Hold on, girlfriend title. I don't know if I've heard this. What? Whoa. I think I've told Wee. you. I I thought it was just lady friend relationship that you see all the time. And you smooch. I didn't know it was a girlfriend status. Dom, that's awesome. Dom, that's I don't interesting think, me. I Dom, thought that's always just implied. Dom, I don't think I knew that it was an official thing either. Yeah. We're, 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 we're together. Congrats. Oh, that's great. Dom's off the market. Well, look. <laughs> it isn't all sunshine and rainbows, okay? Okay. Because we got to talking, and she told me that her nephew watches this channel. It's Wait. called Shroom Troom. Oh, I thought you went Goose Buzz. I was really worried. May, some people probably already know what I'm talking about. Shroom Troom, right? T-R-O-O-M, yeah. like, a shroom, like a shroom, but Troom. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
And she said, it's weird. And she, show, she showed me one. And uh, the content of the video, I forget the title. Maybe we'll include it. I, in I, I'll pull it up real quick. To get the uh, name. You keep going. I'll give you we'll the be sure to like, We'll be sure to find like, it and tweet it. It's like summer school pranks. This one is uh, nine weird ways to sneak food into class slash summer pranks. Okay. So the content of the video is a fictionalized idea, um, like the Lisa Frank version of summer school where everything (laughs) is hot colors, even the mean teacher's outfit. So it's like, it's like a fiction. It's like, we're in summer school and we're going to, we're going to do crafts and sneak stuff in. So they, they show you how to, like take a water bottle and turn it into a minion, mm-hmm. and like you can fi- kind of follow that. But they you fill need, it with like, ice cream too, which is a really weird wait, thing to I, want to scream. Okay, I think am I missing something? It's it's like a DIY channel, right? Kind of, and this is what I'm getting to because this is the subliminal part. It has at its face, at a glance, your kid is watching this, and you would look at it and be like, "Oh, okay, they're just making things, mm-hmm. painting, using like yeah. glue guns, yeah." Yeah, yeah unsupervised. Like, okay. But when you watch these videos and you're paying attention, there's no way a kid could make any of this stuff. It requires sharp and dangerous tools, some of them. Some of them require things that kids just don't have. Can I give you an example? I was watching this earlier to, for research. And the second thing they do after they turn the canister into a into a minion which i don't think hides the fact that you're holding a thermos in any way but anyway yeah no. yeah uh is they teach you because they're like well you've got a thermos full of ice cream you've got your minion thermos full of ice cream how are you gonna eat it oh we'll replace the blade in a box cutter with wood because then you'll use that as a spoon what yeah That's <laughs> literally the second thing they do chad and that's what set me off. I was like, there, I was like, whoa, first, first, super irresponsible to tell children to take apart a box cutter. Yeah. Super that's, irresponsible that's, to I, tell I children to the, get a box As soon as you say the word box cutter, you fucked up. Yes. There's so, like the, the box cutter portion, which you're removing the blade from, is the only part that's keeping you from slicing your hand to pieces with the blade. Yeah. <laughs> and they, so they, they take you to, they, they tell, they're telling children, because this is aimed at children. To take apart a box cutter, cut themselves up, whatever. But also, like to to fashion a piece of wood to that size <laughs> and fit it inside a box cutter. If you bring a box cutter to school, right. you will be, be expelled. Yeah. <laughs> I, I Dom, I, at first I was watching this, and so Dom, you sent this, and you were like, "This is definitely like Russian backed or something like that." And I think I agree with you. Like looking at it and the way that the script they is- look like. I mean, you know, not too, not too, not too. Well, I'm I'm just gonna say it. They look like Russian models, whether it be, uh, huh, whether it be interesting. Fashion, but I think more so they they kind of seem like uh, uh, adult models. They See, do. When you, when, when you explained this to me, I thought you were like saying this is gonna be some sort of like this is like an art project, like not serious. This is just kind of a weird thing, and and some like LA art commune is making this to like take down DIY videos or something, but it it's kind not. of, it almost feels a little wonder shows in the end. It's weirdness. Doesn't it? Um, yeah, but it's not, it's, it, it's, it's the, not purposeful. The goal is not humor. No, no, no. The okay. goal is to get children to watch these videos. It's very much just, and maybe that, maybe that is the ultimate goal. 
just get children to watch these videos. Um, Because YouTube Kids is a wild west of non-moderation. Yeah, you just need to make... You need to make a colorful video with a colorful thumbnail and let it just autoplay and have all the words. And like you watch this and and Dom, like you, the first thing they do is they make a minion thing so that they can have the minion icon, you know, like or the minion thumbnail and they can have like the word minion in there in the script and all that stuff. If they're they're gaming the keywords, obviously. Yeah. Spider-Man yeah. and Elsa. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. exactly. Which we also myth busted on this show we covered it first you guys blew that shit up before it became a thing it was i know right if only we could have somehow made money off of that knowledge (laughs) it was really chad it was really chad it really was Chad. you were on the cutting edge of that i'm not happy that i knew about it i'm not like glad that that was in my brain but great job thank you yeah seriously great job um but uh yeah so what's what's kind of got me thinking about this is that you know it's it at at a glance if you're a parent, you look at your, your iPad, what's your kid watching? Just a DIY video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Watch the video on mute. You will notice how sexually implicit the entire thing is. Well, the, the oh, thumbnail weird. is very sexually implicit. The, uh, you should go to the channel and just look at the thumbnails of the channel. It's all dicks and cum going Dang. in girls' mouths. <laughs> I swear. Look at it. That's wait, what wait, it is. Wait, you gotta explain what you mean by it's all dicks and cum. What is, it's, it's like all a, it's all phallic images yeah. and then things splashing on mouths. Like the, okay. the image for the one that Dom sent us where they're make they're sneaking the food in is a tube of paint, which they probably filled with some sort of candy, getting s- like slobbered into the woman's mouth. Mm, yeah there's a lot of lips and i mean look here's what i'll say about that and i agree with you dom i do think that there is some sexual subliminal messaging going on here but i also think that this is someone that knows the algorithm and knows that like people will click on a mouth because it's just engaging you know i do think it's vaguely vaguely sexual oh here's one dom 17 ultimate spy hacks it's someone holding an eggplant with a phone on it and they're painting it, but there's the eggplant dom, like you're saying. That's the mm-hmm. penis. We all know mm-hmm. that's a penis. Oh. Yes. Oh, is that what those texts mean? Oh, okay. Yes. Uh-huh. I know. I've been sending you a lot of them, and you haven't responded properly. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, 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 I thought I, you just... I freaking slam an eggplant on Chad's phone. Well, he has an Android. I guess he doesn't get the animation. Oh, uh, so. you get a different... Yeah, you don't get the yeah. slam. I thought you guys want to make sure I'm just having my vitamins and, like, vegetables <laughs> and stuff. I uh... Yeah, get, uh, this man needs some eggplant. Um, but no, that that's... It's exactly that. I mean, it could... You could say, oh, well, it's just them gaming the algorithm, but it is very, like, the the they are setting out to make it look like a phallic image going into a woman's mouth um yeah and it's for kids that's the only thing that's weird that's like that's why it's weird to me is because it's for children yeah um the uh, when you listen to the script it's really weird it, it feels like they they wrote the scripts in a giant batch. They paid someone who didn't really speak English that well, or maybe the person, you know, like they, they, they outsourced the scripts and they're written in like this really weird English. And they say, they call things the wrong words in this, in the one that you sent Dom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they had a American voice actress, at least for the one that I saw voice that poorly written script and I don't think she had any direction. She was probably just paid like on Fiverr to record this thing, right? And yeah. and she just reads exactly how it was presented to her, and it's just odd. It's just weird. yeah. Well, that that's that's so that's kind of like the deeper thing about all of this is we are living in algorithm hell. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know this, but 
any interaction you have on the internet, the internet is listening, your ISP is listening, or ISP, your internet provider, internet service provider, yeah, your ISP, yeah, your ISP is listening, and now they can sell that information mm-hmm. that's allowed under the Trump administration. They, uh, they, they got rid of that, um, what is that called? Regulation. And they now uh, ISPs. <laughs> what is that ISPs, word? Regulation is really. Uh, what was now, that word now, again? What was that word? Uh, now ISPs can sell whatever you do on the internet. They can sell it. Um, Goosebuds uh, is somehow probably contributing to it in a small yes. way. Not that we're selling information, but I'm sure there's some algorithm that's like go- there's Goosebuds data floating around there. Well, I'm not going to say we made the Goosebuds movie happen, but <laughs> or the, I'm sorry, the Goosebumps movie happened, but. Yeah. We, we did start the, We did start this podcast, and then a movie happened a couple years later. That's all I'm saying. We're yeah, kind of saying. we we helped just contribute probably a couple thousand dollars to that movie. I would say yes. We sold yeah. a, a, we sold one theater full of tickets, maybe probably at least. Um, where's our Where's yes. our cut, RL? Give me Give us our cut. And that's why we're not doing a Goosebumps book this time, is because we never got a thank. We Protest. want our cut. We want our cut, or at least a thanks, or at least some free books. <laughs> um, but yeah i don't know like i guess like i i started thinking about this specific channel and i'm like what is the point of that um i have a theory uh-huh um i don't know if i want to talk about it on this maybe i should save it for camp goose but no no you gotta we got you gotta connect it to it what's you can't you yeah, gotta bury it. Elite. well unless you think the government's gonna flag okay, you okay this is a conspiracy it's a conspiracy yeah i'm, I'm gonna okay. say it right now Dom, it's i want a conspiracy i want to hear be it taken with a grain of salt okay who owns all those porn companies? Uh, I thought just the I, streaming sites. The streaming sites ate up all of the porn production companies. I know Wait, the porn they? production. I know Pornhub like bought all the porn companies. Okay, every every one of those streaming services, I think, except for because I know this because it was kind of a story that was going around. Is that X Videos is another streaming website? Mm-hmm. They were approached about being acquired by this giant conglomerate and they were like now because it's still just one person who uh, owns that side and they make a shit ton of money yeah they make a shit ton of money so they were like no but yeah like any streaming website that you use uh any any porn production company that's out there very few of them are not owned by the streaming websites well like what do you mean do you mean like do you mean like uh like porn hub owns the porn companies is what you're saying yeah so like you gotcha. know the popular, the popularly memed Brazzers is sure. owned by I don't know which one, but is owned by a streaming company, yeah. right? Which is weird because they made their money off of illegally streaming the paid content from those sites. Well, it was smart because they knew they knew people were going to pirate it, so they were like, "Well, we'll put ads on it and make it available ourselves with ads." Yeah. But we'll limit the amount of stuff so that people will still want to buy it for certain stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. And smart, you know, they really. I mean, it's a great, it's a great audience for diabolical them, horn, horn dog. Horn dogs are super horn likely dogs. to click ads. <laughs> Have you guys ever clicked a porn ad? I don't think I've ever clicked a porn ad. No, no of course not. No. I don't. Um, they haven't. They just, you know, they haven't sent me enough eggplant ads yet. I, that, that's yeah. what really draws me <laughs> in. So anyway, but what the, the conspiracy I'm drawing here, and please take this as a conspiracy. Well, this is a, a uh, conspiracy episode. We should call these conspiracy episodes. Is that this this true true website is owned maybe by a provider by a, pu- a publisher of some kind of sex uh, right. uh, adult adult entertainment. 
company. Hmm. And this, these videos that are highly uh, sensational for children are very sexually implicit and they're subliminally sexing up kids, man. They're getting them, they're getting them freaking, they're, 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 they're making money on their sexual curiosities that early. I mean, here's, I like this theory. And, and creating an obsession. That's, that's the conspiracy. I feel like that's what, um, slime videos are definitely doing. I don't, I don't get it. But like you guys know, slime videos. That's been a thing for the yeah, last like year or yeah. two. Yes, yeah, totally. No, yeah. Slime videos, particularly. Like I've been watching these as we talk. These true, true. There's, I can't figure it out yet. I definitely agree. There's some sexual symbolism in it. Oh, I, I think but, slime videos, one hundred percent. Just a but slime bukkake. videos, yeah, it's just when, a bukkake. When they, that's when safe. they, yeah, when they, it's it's my first bukkake. Yes. Wait, uh, wait. Do these slime videos? Do they pour them on each other? No, it's like uh, I only ever saw them through Instagram, like Discovery, feed, which is probably. The worst algorithmically generated feed I've ever seen on a social media site is Instagram's one. But oh, Instagram Discover is frequently like, "Here's a tooth surgery." Here's a tooth surgery, and then a comedian video where someone does a really racist thing. Anyway, like slime videos that I saw were just like the same yeah, thing. I don't get those racist ones, man. What's... <laughs> I always see it's like Discover. What? Are you inter... listening to Jordan Peterson, no, man? No, Discover okay, Instagram right. comedians is always like what viners became like viners that that started doing uh oh you know when you're playing red dead and your and your, girl and your girlfriend in, walks in and, yeah. and you say and she's like hey stop playing red dead and you pull out a gun and you shoot her because red dead yeah or whatever like that kind of and it's got 50 million views on instagram and like what is what is comedy now but like slime videos definitely felt super sexual yes like they're always like well manicured, like overly manicured female hands, like just folding the slime. And there was yeah. never anything else to it other than like, is this supposed to be sex? This is a right. sort of sex thing, right? Right. It's total. I think it's totally got to be something like that. I mean, it could be like an ASMR thing, you know, it could be something like that. But I definitely think there's a, I, Chad, I think there's like a beginning bukkake thing. I would, Beginner's I would bukkake. Least, I would at least like to do. Beginner's bukkake. I just think like. If I could put tracking darts in about like two thousand teenage kids who watch like slime videos, mm-hmm. and then check on them in ten years, like yeah. that documentary that did every seven years, yes, yeah, like uh-huh. and just go like, hey, real talk, what what porn stuff are you into? Chad, and you've they, got a lot of great ideas today, and I'm on board with all of them. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. And then and then like, yeah, is it like ninety percent bukkake people like? Oh, that's weird. But what if it's not? What if it's like whatever reason it's all cuck video or whatever? Like, we need a control. Huh, we weird. need a control to see if these people were headed toward bukkake videos, regardless. And this was just their entryway, or if this yes. was the thing that spurred the thought. It's nature versus nurture. Is what yes, we're really we need to about. figure that out. We have to figure that out. Dom, I was doing some research real quick. I was doing some research, and I found a website called Refinery Twenty Nine that has a Troom Troom article. <laughs> I about, did. I saw that article. So yeah. they talk about how uh, in a couple of the videos, due to their looks and the fact that the videos occasionally feature, for example, a bag of lace chips on which the label is written in a Cyrillic language, many speculate they could be Russian or at least I Eastern think, European. Well, there's a couple, there's a couple videos where they go outside. And you, so you can take a look at some of the architecture. I do believe it's Russian. Yeah. Um, or at least like Eastern European, like. Maybe a post-Soviet country, sure. you know, <laughs> sure. like that. Sure. post-war country. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, and uh, 
the the Russian hacking, not to get into political talk, the Russian hacking, the scope of that is much, much wider than people actually well, realize. So this is what weirded me in about this. And when you brought up the fact that it might be Russian and they showed that that box cutter. Now, this is, again, conspiracy stuff. This is me just shooting from the hip. Just saw this earlier. Was weirded out by it. I thought it was Take it with a grain of salt. Take if we say w- that, then we're not, we're not, we're not in trouble. Take yeah, but, it with a grain of salt. But let me get this straight. Okay. <laughs> let this sink in. Let no, this no, sink wait, in. no, wait. We got to get, say get it straight yet. first. <laughs> we didn't get it straight. <laughs> Interesting that they, that the thing that they say to take into a school, okay, a school, a school, which is already, there's been, there's shootings all the time. There's a lot of safety issues. Yeah. People are very, very, very on edge about, about weapons in school. They want you to make an object. Now, maybe this is just because they're Russian or Eastern European and maybe they don't, it doesn't click. You know, they don't think of this. But I thought that the object being a box cutter, the weapon that allowed 9-11 to happen, to be the thing that they tell kids to sneak into school. Yeah. I thought that was very, very weird. That was like almost too, hmm. like, why was that an item? And, and like, the, Dom, the, uh, the first thing they make, the little canister, Looks like a fucking pipe bomb. Like mm. it does. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. Mm. And and, and I, I, forever, forever, my my uh, my radar will just go off as soon as I hear box cutter. Right. Exactly. It was such a hot item. It was like they used box cutters. Also, right. uh, yeah. liquids and shoes. For whatever reason, you know, there was one time I'm like, they're putting the shoe bomber. Sho- yeah. They're putting, li- they're putting goddamn liquids and shoes. <laughs> uh, here's here's the thing. The I, only I, liquids. The wait, only hold on. Wait, that should we, be did we let that? Did we let that sink? In? Oh, let that, let, sink that, let that sink. Let that sink. Thank you, Dom. Thank you. Hold on. Saying let me get this straight. The only liquid that should be in a shoe should be air gel cushion yeah. for basketball. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. let that oh, sink yeah. in. Let so that. Can, sink. Let that. So you can boost up your jumps and totally get extra inches on your on your three pointers. Let that sink. I had a diamond in my heel, like it was like a diamond. What? Like in my sneaker? Oh, a power jam. Yeah. Yeah, it was like oh, was like Power Stone. Got it. Yeah, cool. yes, exactly. Yeah. I like that. Uh, that's what that's what Sonic does with all of the gem, all the gems that he finds. He sticks them in his shoes. We well, honest. remember when Sonic had uh, official licensed soap shoes? To yes, no. that wasn't that. Let's let's talk about if we're talking about things made in other countries to kill American kids. <laughs> I'm going to accuse my beloved Sega right now. Of trying to kill an entire generation of kids by saying in Sonic Adventure at least two Uh that both Sonic and Shadow, the coolest hedgehog, have soap brand official shoes and they Mm. are just grinding rails all the time. And I definitely had the thought of I should run at that (laughs) staircase and just grind (laughs) down it. Uh, How how many kids died jacked up on Sky? And Jolt Cola just, just a man, yelled. A man screaming in his ear to pick it up. Pick it up. And, and <laughs> over and over was, again. I think he was even doing the Sonic. There's ska music in Sonic Adventure. I think he's like rolling around at the speed of sound. And he just jumps up on a pole and just fucking eats it and dies. And, and the parents don't know it's because of Sonic. They think it was just like a tragic accident. And then he's a missing person. Then they, Sega, then they never find the body. They didn't because oh, he slid down so far. They couldn't so find fast. the body. He went so fast. Sonic committed countless murders. Yeah, that's that's Japan striking back at our youth and undermining us right wow. there. Wow, wow, that's it's wow. payback 
for the atomic bombs. They're going to slowly <laughs> kill our youth. They're going to slowly kill off millions through Sonic. At high speed. At slowly high speed. at high at Slowly high at high grinding speed. Yeah. speeds. I, I think it's like... So I, I had never seen Shroom Shroom until you sent it over to me, Dom. And I do think the most interesting correlation you get to some of the Russian stuff is it has the exact same tone that Spider-Man and Elsa videos had uh-huh. and that it felt like it was being shot by aliens. Like, uh-huh. it felt yes. like people who either not of this country and vaguely understood Western culture, but, like, it always felt like the house was kind of vaguely on the outskirts of Russia or mm-hmm. or simultaneously just a farm in Georgia. You couldn't tell. Well, okay, uh, so I, I know a guy... Uh, at, my, at one of my old jobs, he's a Russian guy. Uh, real nice, real nice dude. Uh, and I just want to say, I love Russian. I okay? love Russian. Just say that. I well, love Russian. I love Russian art. I love Russian music. This is not an anti-Russian Russian film. Russian films are great. Russian There's film, of great, course. There's a lot of great Russian film. Uh, but he's a very, very cool guy. He was in, he was into programming and stuff like that. But just the way his ma- his mind worked, and now it, I could be correlating the just fact the that he was the way his mind worked. But he is the type of guy that. If he is not already making stuff like this, he is planning to make stuff like this. Because he, the way his mind worked was he was a programmer. Now, albeit, I can't say that all Russians think this way, obviously. I mean, they don't. <laughs> I would <laughs> hope you don't say that. <laughs> I do not say that. I do not say that. But he would he would talk to me about people in Russia who would do things like this. Because there's, there's like a culture of of hacking over there obviously yeah. uh but there there's a culture uh, of figuring out systems like this right and like and like finding ways to exploit stuff and he knew people that were involved in porn he knew people that were involved in generating content like this just like farms and stuff like that like he he was very very into this stuff and i dom i think there could be some sort of subliminal thing. I think if there's a sexual imagery or if there's or if there's some sort of like message that's hidden inside of it, it's purely to appeal to like a part of our brain that makes us just want to click. I don't think it's trying to corrupt or or make you yeah sway your. I, th- I think that is the likely situation. The conspiracy, yeah. which is as I said, it's just a crazy idea. Um, it is much more likely that they want to get a click and get make money. That's all it yeah. is. But, yeah, that's but all money. Box cutter yeah. stuff. The box cutter stuff. The, the it's weird. Uh, it's the, all that stuff is super weird. Why? And that's why the algorithm stuff scares me because it sounds like it was written by a machine that just pumps out algorithms. Right. Yeah. It's weird too um, that it's like summer school. So what's the implication that you were bad and then you had to end up in summer school? And then, <laughs> and then, and then, and then the implication is, and then the implication is that a lot of these things are sneaking things in, pranks, doing all kinds of stuff that's bad. Right. It's Don't really tell your parents weird. about this. Uh huh. Yeah. It's it's like a very like it's it's oddly subversive, right? Well, the, and. Uh, Yes. I mean the 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 if you if you watch that video on mute the dynamic the energies between the teacher and the students uh, you in almost all their videos I feel like they're about to have sex. <laughs> like it feel like it's the beginning of a porn I've seen. Uh-huh. I've seen. There is a little you bit know? of like, you know, I'm looking at one but giant slime stress ball, six giant stress relievers and it's like two girls fighting over slime materials. Uh-huh. And yeah. Again, is this for, Trim Trim or is this, this is Trim Trim? But like again, like they're, they're doing slime videos and they are pouring what looks like unhealthy, unedible liquids into Nutella like food. So it's like, are you encouraging people to fucking poison their moms? I don't know, but 
there's like, you know, the liquids are getting all over the girl's <laughs> face and it's all white. You're like, why is it? Why would that be the way to go? It's simultaneously sexual and also like old vaudeville. So I can't, I can't tell. Well, that and and you know the discussion we are having is a discussion that was very hot and happening throughout the eighties and into the nineties, inc- including you know just for instance, Beavis and Butthead. Beavis and Butthead are telling kids to kill each other, and right? Kill each other with bats, and you know these guys did something, and now they're hurt because they saw it on Beavis and Butthead. Well, they've always um, had that with with and Beavis and Butthead had a lot of metal music videos in it and stuff like that. And it was very tied into that scene. And like people would always talk about the satanic subliminal messagery, messaging inside of that stuff. Uh, there was a lot of that going on. Well, yeah, subliminal messaging, especially throughout the, you know, late 70s into the 80s. Like that was something that was discussed a lot. Like and like there was a lot of accusations, like famously the Pepsi cans that lined up and said sex, which, dude, maybe they line up and say that. But the, I don't think that was the intention. Uh, um, I, I'll, um, I'll say this. So I read a, um, a couple of years ago, I read a, an essay by David Foster Wallace about advertising and he talks about what a surprise that that Paul read a thing from David Foster. Okay, okay. <laughs> all right. Let's get our bandanas. <laughs> get out your bandanas. Get your tennis rackets. We're gonna go and we're gonna talk about irony. No, so he uh, he, he hated irony. Uh, so he um he ta- he talked about. I can't remember what the campaign was, but you bring up the bottle spelling out sex he talked about and i again i don't remember the specifics but there was an ad campaign where in the ice cubes there were breasts they they didn't photoshop because photoshop didn't exist they they had an artist place imagery of breasts into the ice cubes of a drink to subliminally make you think of sex while watching it and he talks you can look up the if you look if you just google search a broad term you can see what paul is talking about yes so that so i think there was a lot of stuff that was supposed to be subliminally. I, I, I was looking at the the subliminal messaging Wikipedia page uh, earlier, and they were talking about the effectiveness of it and the fact that sublim- subliminal messaging can't make you go murder somebody unless you have that intention in your brain already. Unless you were like, we're going to go murder someone. It's not going to put an idea into your mind that you were never going to enact, but it can make you do something that you that you would do. We, but it can, it, can, yeah, it can nudge you. To add on to that, and I'll just do the rest of it, like, we, you almost don't need some little advertising that we have direct advertising telling people to, like, go to war or, like, fight and kill other people. Like, we don't need subliminal advertising. Uh, okay, two, 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 part, two parts of this. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Do you have more to your thought, Chad? I don't want to... No, I'm just going to say the camera, like, it's almost like make subliminal, to go off of Paul's thing, you almost don't even... You don't even need to make it work when we're just doing direct messaging nowadays. You don't have to be subliminal. You don't have to be like yeah. quiet well, about it, subtle. Let's 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 tie it all together. The Johnny Mathis rape soccer songs, the rapey songs that we we're talking about in the beginning of the show, mm-hmm. uh, and just for a broader stroke that people are maybe are more familiar, uh, Disney princesses up until the nineties. Yeah, um, they all had a subliminal message within them that said women ought to be this way, men. You must act this way to get what you want from women because women are going to be apprehensive about giving it to you and you must like corner and and get that get it from him. It's mm-hmm. very gross and disgusting. But that is those are subliminal messages that once people digest and feed themselves those things, they believe 
the world is that way and they're entitled to those things. And that's, those ooh, are conversations ooh. we're okay, having this, now. This, that totally connects to what I was about to say in that I think the, the Troom Troom stuff and the Spider-Man and Elsa stuff, that feels so, all this more modern stuff feels so much more different to me than I was even going to use the old Disney ones, less about the storytelling conventions and like, oh, the priest and little mermaid has a boner and mm-hmm. like, yeah, like, I don't even know if I ever classify those as a little message much as one artist at Disney snuck that into his scene. Right. And is he as much wanting to like subvert the minds of millions of kids or, or was he judge, bored? Is he a bored, like 40 something dude who, who is cracking himself up that he stuck a boner in? Yeah. Simultaneously, like going out like the, I think you're, I totally agree with you, Donna, that like the old messaging of the old Disney stuff is, I, I everyone's read the college 101 essays on you know sleeping beauty and and snow white and all that stuff but like and ariel has to give up her voice to win a man over i i always wonder how much of it is when i hear some little messaging i think intentional choice to corrupt minds like the they live of putting messages like obey and consume because i want to direct you and i think some of them are outdated messages that are just there because of that was the culture at the time. Like there are dudes who wrote say sleeping beauty and they saw nothing wrong with that. They well, absolutely. They didn't think it was like, Oh, this guy's got to come in and kiss a girl while she's asleep. And that's, that sounds bad. Like they're like, no, it's, it's charming. It's cute. He's let's call him Prince charming. Like that's, that's Uh literally what they thought was cool. Right. Yeah. and, And a fantastical story. And I think this Troom Troom stuff and like the Spider-Man Elsa and the slime stuff, it feels on another level more sinister because there's not like art behind it. Even Troom Troom says we're doing like DIY videos. But if it, if it had been like we're putting on sketches or we're doing our own original short films. I just want to bring in art because I went to see 2001 A Space Odyssey yesterday. It was playing at the Franklin Institute, so I got to see it in like 65 so millimeter. T- you tied your headband tight. <laughs> I tied my headband tight. <laughs> or your bandana. Oh, and, I walked, and I walked on down to the Franklin Institute. Uh, no, but I got to see that. So Stanley Kubrick, famously a director who had a lot of subliminal messaging and... I was gonna. I was gonna say. So, isn't really great art a way of putting subliminal messages into something? Like, not even. Sub, hmm. I don't want to say subliminal, yeah. but like, but placing messagery and th- and thematic uh, notes into something. You're that influencing. Yes, sure. that make you think, make you think and feel a certain way. Um, real quick, uh, I just found it odd, odd synchronicity while we were doing this. Chad, you brought up Soul Decision earlier. Lead singer's name. <laughs> Lead singer's name, David Bowman, the name of the character in 2001 A Space Odyssey. What? The, the name of the, of the, of the, of like the main spaceman at the end of the movie is David Bowman. Just, Wait. just a weird synchronicity. Wait, everything's that, a simulation. Sidebar, that's fate. We were supposed to talk about We were supposed this. to talk about all this. How fucking holy, weird. Is that? Holy crap, that's weird. I know it doesn't mean anything, but that's weird. Fucking weird. Uh, but what made what I so I was watching that yesterday, and I knew we were going to talk about subliminal messaging, and I think the end of that movie ha- obviously has a lot of uh, very like deeply buried uh, message inside of it that you have to sort through a lot of a lot of uh, you know imagery and and stuff like that to get sure. kind of get to. Uh, but it made me think of one of my favorite Stanley Kubrick movies, 
which is Eyes Wide Shut, which I don't know if you guys have seen that one. Have you seen I've it? seen scenes from Eyes Wide Shut. I love Eyes Wide Shut. I've actually only seen it once because I want to watch it like I watched it the first time. So I'm, I'm yeah. waiting. Maybe this Christmas I'll watch it again. I watched Eyes Wide Shut for the first time and then woke up the next day and watched it immediately again because I was so blown away by it. I was Damn. just kind of, it was kind of just, it just like struck me. And that movie is about secret sex societies and there is a ton of imagery that is like subliminally like just scary in that there's like there's uh there's secret society imagery there's image there's uh there's a lot of stuff about like just like uh what I, a lot of people assume were Stanley Kubrick kind of calling out these like weird ritualistic sex cults that actually exist and he was put like a lot like how a lot of people say very popularly that the shining was a subliminal was subliminal messaging to to to, to apologize for faking the moon landing right a lot of people like think that uh, is that, that, is is that he, for that room 2084 or whatever documentary i never yeah, saw yeah uh-huh the okay. room yeah right the what's it room 238 yeah yeah i mean it's it's about how that movie has inspired so many weird conspiracies about what that movie's about but yeah. it, that is definitely a big part of it that's one of them that's one of the uh the one of the conspiracy theories about that movie um uh, i feel like maybe that movie had some stuff in it like that like that he was trying to to, to push out sure but, uh definitely in eyes wide shut there is some weird creepy like I don't know. There's just some creepy like stuff that he's I think he's like just like being like, look at this dark shit in the world. Hmm. And he just kind of subliminally shows it to you. He just kind of like it's like a dream, right? It's like a bad. OK, dream. sure. Yeah. I don't know. But um, I, so I want to bring those in because I just I because we were talking about subliminal messaging. And I think where's the line between subliminal messaging and art? Right. I guess one is one is trying to elicit a specific response and one is more just ma- creating something to from- provoke an action can i can i give you another like rubric not even the right word but like a way to filter that before dom drops his, his big bomb on us like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. maybe it's not like what's similar messing and what's art it is when is it bad i know which is a really quite like a worrisome phrase to say but yeah. i think the thing that makes us get freaked out about like troom troom or whatever is beyond just like, Oh, it's also targeted at kids. Is it something that seems like it has no agenda whatsoever, but it might have a way more sinister motive. Right. If I'm going to like watch eyes wide shut or, or I'm going to put my kid in front of a Disney movie. I know they're going to get some sort of message. Like at least I'm a goddamn, at least I'm a fucking idiot. I know something's going to be taught to them about love or family or whatever, the subliminal mm-hmm. level two is like, oh, maybe they're also learning something about how women should give up their their power. That's problematic. Uh-huh. But I think the stuff that freaks at least me out about like the trim trim stuff is it seems like it's got nothing to it, but instead it's like got a, a parasite of possible like information and learning to it that makes it way more terrifying that you're like brainwashing your kids if you let them watch this all day on your ipad kind of thing and that's what most parents do is that they glance at it they're like oh okay they're just making stuff they're just watching their little videos but like when you really take a look at it it is really disturbing and i think Mm -hmm. you're right chad you know why do we and that this is the separation between you know subliminal messages and stories or meanings of stories or morals of stories and subliminal messaging and advertising 
We tell stories so that we can learn something from them, so that we hope to survive better. That is the point of telling stories. That's where it came from, right? Right. Um, so many of our stories are so misogynistic and sexist because inherently the stories of the Bible are that way. You know, just for instance, you know, Eve sprung out of Adam, you know, mm -hmm. like we, we don't have women without men. And That's Eve's also responsible for the downfall of mankind. <laughs> like, yes. Exactly. Yeah. She, she, her temptations, uh, uh, her temptation of uh, Adam uh, destroyed humanity, you know, or paradise, you know. Um, so there's that. Uh, and, but the, but the, but the element I wanted to speak about with 80s advertising and subliminal messaging, we are at a point where a lot of what children consume is both a piece of entertainment and an advertisement. You know, the, the things that are the top at the top of the algorithm really hitting all of the, uh, firing on all pistons in terms of um, um, really getting good keywords in uh, and and all that stuff. Uh, that is really good advertising for the platform. That is somebody who has studied how to get the most effective advertising for the platform. The content afterward is kind of just whatever's going to get kids watching. Yeah. Now, the creator behind that, like these weird... Elsa videos, uh, the spider, pink spider girl, and then also the weird CG videos where like Hulk's got a gun and he's shooting people. <laughs> yeah. um, that, that's the part that's troubling because these are being made by people who aren't looking to tell a story. They're looking to get a click and they're looking to make money and everything else doesn't matter. So it may be funny to them or they may be more sinister than uh, the video puts on and through that they put forth a very dark or grim message that is consumed by children and that's what's troubling about it because uh, and let me get this straight that youtube <laughs> facebook twitter these are all media platforms that are that don't ever uh that are that that identify as tech companies so they are not regulated they are not they are not subject to government regulation they can not keep up with people who make this stuff. People who are making fake advertisements, making fake news, uh, putting it on Facebook, they will never be able to catch up with the person who sees the game and knows how to cheat. They can figure out a way to cheat. That's just the way it happens. Like look at for instance, look at football, look at basketball, look at look at baseball. Like it's such a different game today because over years it's warped and transformed because we figure out ways to cheat. Well, with computers and and tech, like that happens every day, every second. People are figuring out new ways to game the system. Let that That's sink right. in. Let, let, let that sink in. in. Let, that, let that sink in. I think it's also, you know, it's so much different than you know in the eighties or nineties where like we get it. Transformers is an ad. There are people uh -huh. telling really interesting robot stories, regardless. And Chad was maybe really into Beast Wars, but it's simultaneously... Beast Wars is great. Beast Wars was amazing. Any savvy parent can tell, yeah, it's to sell my kid fucking toys. I get it. Like, and you know what you're going into, and like you're saying, Dom, this is like 10 levels deeper. Where you don't even know what the fucking message is. You don't, your parents don't even know that there's something hidden in it. And then you don't, so you don't, we're, I, I, I think the scariest thing is the worst case scenario. We find out in 15 years that the entire generation of, 
of workforce young kids, the new millennials that we all complain about are genuinely like cyberpunk monsters. Like they are the things that Alan Moore write about because it wasn't society. It was just, they watched these YouTube videos that murdered that ruined their brains when they were well, kids. Look at us. Look at us. Look at incels. Yeah. That's just our generation. But was there, here's the thing. I can't tell you if there was anything that, pro, that programmed us. Like I, I only thing I, I can connect to is I'm pretty sure we are subliminally programmed about furries. Like I think I, I can connect. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. Don I Don connect. Bluth did that too. Don Bluth and a bunch of Warner Brothers cartoons with Minerva. Hey, let's Mink. not forget the hottest one, the 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 squirrel in Sword of the Stone, guys. Who wasn't attracted <laughs> to that squirrel? <laughs> Lola Bunny. I know what's going on there. I I picked it up. I don't right. know what other messaging happened to us. I'm glad well, you guys don't have a crush on Maid Marian from Robin Hood because that was that one's mine. Okay. Well, she's wholesome. Yeah, I love, uh, I love her. <laughs> she's chased. She's never laid with a, a man or a fox before. I love her. Um, <laughs> gosh, there was something you said, Chad, that I was going to point out. I'm sorry, I ruined it, was, it with the furry conversation. No, no, no. It was furries. Oh, well, I'm saying with 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 incels and proud boys uh, to get a little political, and we don't have to get too into this. Um, a lot. Uh, I would say a good portion of those types of folks would also identify as gamers and i think for years a lot of gaming uh plots are centered around men are the most important thing and everything else is second a lot of those games had those storylines because they knew they were selling to that type of person that was a person who's most likely to buy the game sure but then the question is right and i and i think it's i think i know the answer but is it that the people making those games, that's the kind of stuff they were interested in. They are down to make Neverwinter Nights with a big boobed fantasy elf warrior on the cover. The guys doing EverQuest knew what they were doing. Or are they or are they like more thinking in terms of future, like, let's have uh, stories that show women being chained up and trapped because we want to subjugate them. It's probably more the former. I think it well, it's, but, it's, it's, we're getting back to the advertising thing. Where yeah. It's like it's like and the and the Troom Troom thing where it's like, are these images sexualized because they're trying to perpetuate a system, or are they just that way because they know they're going to make the most money from? They'll give them a lot of money. You know what I mean? Or and is that? And can you separate that out? Can you even separate those two? Here's yeah. the most terrifying thing: would be like like we had from originally with with Troom Troom. God, I hate that name. I hate it so much. It yeah. also it also feels like it was built by an algorithm. I don't I don't know. <laughs> is like, if Troom Troom started doing videos where it was like, hey, hey, here's a here's a fun lesson. Your parents have candy inside their bellies. Uh-huh. Cut, cut, cut them open and get all the delicious candy inside. Like, and then there's just a mass murder uh, one week as, you know, millions are killed by their children. That is terrifying. And that is sublim- that's not even subliminal messaging. That's just direct. But that's get- just straight. Yeah. Now you're you're making you're think, making me think about fucking uh, Wonder Chosen again, where, where like they would <laughs> they would they would jokingly say stuff like that because I think they were ahead of their time talking about this stuff, right? And like yeah. making making shows where they were like, "Here's how fucked up kids shows are," you know, or how, how much we control pro- we have over kids' brains. Here's how we program children's brains. Yeah, uh, this has also been done by South Park with the. Like what season two or three Chin Pokemon was like Chin Pokemon yeah. was a subliminal advertisement 
yeah. to have your kids all join the Japanese army and finish Pearl Harbor or whatever. Like, right, right. That, like that AKA, joke is, AKA what we just came up with about Sonic. Duh. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's totally what it was. I, I'm terrified by it. And the worst part is, I don't think you or any of us are going to figure it out. Like, we're going to figure it out way too late. No. I, I will say, <laughs> uh, I think a lot of the problems that we face today are problems of our world, obviously. They're the problems we 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 are dealing with now. Somebody else will figure it all out, and it will be better later for those who are in that world. Unfortunately, we're in this world. I think we're... I, think I mean, we, we're also fortunately that we're in this world. It's great. Yeah. I get to talk on this podcast with my friends, and I get to entertain, hopefully entertain. I hope it didn't spook too many we people We have today. talked about the fact that we have seen more boobs than kings. That's right. <laughs> Let me get let me get this straight. I have seen more pairs of breasts than many kings that have lived in the. You're past. right. Kings have probably seen kings have probably seen like twelve bear, pairs of boobs tops. Maybe a stray one boob. You know. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Maybe they saw one nice titty slip out of something once. You know. You're right. You're really right. We are definitely in a better society as it is. But our I'm a king of boobs. You're king of boobs. If you want to take the title, Paul? That's fine. If I think our our spawn, when any of us decide to either progenate, that's not the word, progenate, or, you know, we make like robot versions of ourselves, whatever we all choose to do. Mm -hmm. I think our offspring will live underground and survive and avoid the corrupting mind waves. You made a show about this. I, oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck, I did. Yeah. <laughs> didn't even realize i was stealing my own thing. and it but, was children programming oh remember our oh but i like, have all the drawings by the way i just found them if you like dude, them. we gotta we gotta do something with those we gotta have an art gallery auction or something. <laughs> <laughs> but i think that's like there'll be people who will just i i almost get the luddite like let's go off the grid as as mm -hmm. crazy as that is you do, in a weird way, know that you're avoiding any subliminal messaging. Like you're yeah. you're you're cutting off so many other wonderful parts of life to avoid one thing. Um, right. I think you know our our parents' generation had to do that with smoking, where it was like we had to teach each other that smoking kills you, and that we had to remove it from the positive images from our society, so that people wouldn't smoke as much. But then they came up with vaping, man. God, WWW. <laughs> you know what that stands for? Wacky wrong world, okay? <laughs> this is messed up. Somebody's got to get this straight. I'll, um, I'll, but no, well, I let think that's that Let that sink in. I kind of want to vape all the time, guys. I'll be honest. Like, I know it's not cool what? anymore, but I see guys vaping. I'm like, does that just taste like apple? Are you just like... It just tastes like delicious are you just candy. Having, are you just inhaling delicious candy all the time? And they're like... Yeah, but it's got like, nicotine on it, so you'll get addicted to nicotine. Like, yeah, but like, can I just taste apple all the time? They have so much energy, Chad. They focus. seem so cool, and I kind of, I kind of want to do it. Yeah, of course. It looks. Like, I saw vape tricks and on Instagram. <laughs> it was recommended to me, and I was laughing so hard because it's like dude walking through the woods, and he's just like fucking walking and blowing smoke, and then he's like, "Here's a ring. Here's another ring going through that ring. Oh shit." Uh, but yeah, uh, vape tricks. I saw the original vape trick, and it was Gandalf making that yeah. shit fly through a And when I saw that, I was like, "Damn, I want to smoke." You called one eight hundred weed. Do we, have we have we talked on <laughs> the podcast? I don't think I sent it to you, Don. But my favorite thing when I went through the Lord of the Rings wiki was that, like, canonically, 
Soromon started taking up smoking because he saw how cool Gandalf made it look. Like, <laughs> it was like a thing in one of the, the ancillary <laughs> things, but it was just that, like, Soromon was jealous. Yeah, and he, like, and he, like, always got the same type of weed that Gandalf got because he wanted to be like Gandalf. I'm like, great, perfect. I love that that was written go. for the book. Um, I'm looking this up. It was like on jealous of <laughs> jealous of Gandalf. Jealous of Gandalf is great. Uh, but but I, uh, um, gosh, where where were we with all this? Well, uh, yeah. Well, uh, thankfully, the internet allows you to listen to this wonderful show, guys. Well, I'll say this, guys. I'll say this. We don't know the answer no. to subliminal messaging. We don't know how to fix it. We don't know how what causes people to use it. But. What we do know is that this was the scariest episode of Goosebumps that's ever happened. I think so. There was murder, or Goosebumps, abduction. I'm sorry, Goosebumps, sorry. Uh, I always call it Goosebumps. It's, it, uh, at this point, everything is interchangeable. I called, yeah, I called this show Goosebumps, and I called the, the books Goosebuds. I can't. It's I, weird. I completely yeah. lost track. Yeah, uh, thank our Stein for that algorithm. Okay. I would, I'll tell you this, I would love to read an RL take on subliminal messaging. RL's version of They Live, I would love to read. I don't think he's got it. I don't think he's got it in him. You don't think he's... Has he not done a book I about I bet he did yet? some, like, Goosebumps 2000 book about, like, pop-up ads that tell you you're going to die. Yeah. Be. Listen, well, let's, let's use that as an amazing segue. We definitely want to go back and read a book. I think we all agree we want to try out skipping ahead to, like, the goodens. Let's do at least one. Let's skip ahead at least one. Yeah, of course. Like, and just go, like, let's pick one and we'll do it as a test. But I do want to hear what people that listen to the podcast think of yes. this. Uh, I hopefully not every episode of Spooky Talk will be this heavy. This is just something that we're dealing with, okay? We're in it. If you don't like I, it, I'm sorry, but <laughs> it's the reality. <laughs> I think, hey, we had some good times during this one too, despite the spookiness. And I think next time, you know, people suggest what spooky things you want us to talk about. Because I'm sure when we talk about some sort of creature or some sort of secret society, I'm sure we'll find. All oh yeah, I got a, I got I got some things I get spooked about all the time. They're a lot more. They're usually cryptids, so I'm real excited. I, That's I love very cryptids. scary. I'm down with cryptids. Hey, you know what um, else is terrifying? Diablo Immortal. Got him. <laughs> We can talk about that after the show because I, I the game that scared the, the internet. The game that scared the internet so bad that that people at BlizzCon booed <laughs> like that. Wait, what? It, what? Well, okay, let's maybe wrap up. The we got to save that. We'll, we'll save that we'll for, save Camp that for Camp Goosebuds. We'll save that for Camp Goosebuds. Well, no, I need to hear about this. So let's not even save it for Camp Goosebuds. Let's talk about something. Well, maybe we'll talk about it, but I want I want to hear about it. I'll now, give you. We'll give you the catch up. On on Diablo Immortal and then on Camp Goosebuds, we'll dive into it. Okay, yeah, well, we'll chew we'll chew on it for a bit and then we'll spit it out on Camp Goosebuds. Guys, that's um, been that's been Goosebuds. I think. I think that's been Spookbuds, and uh, you know we'll be back with Goosebuds next week. And uh, listen, what you thought of this uh, little little format? Listen, what you thought about this time? Was it too soul crushing? Did it was it was it funny? Let us know. What we could talk yeah. about something not as real world. Yes. Next time we'll talk about knives. Who cares? You know who's who's not afraid of a knife. We'll talk I like about that. <laughs> the scariest way to die. One of them. One of them. Uh, guys, you want to read some like reviews? Yeah. Sure. Guys, thank you again so much for listening. You can support the show by going on our subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash goosebuds. You can follow us on Twitter at goosebudspod. 
And you can also go on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever else you listen to this podcast and leave us a nice review. It helps out a lot in getting noticed in, in charts and rankings and, and new and discovered podcasts. Uh, we'd like to read a few of our favorite recent reviews. Uh, I, I'll start. I have one from, uh, Chad's pastor and it's, it's nice. nice. Oh man. I hope he, hope he still likes me. And, Finally, he recognized God, you. God, basically, God has acknowledged me. And he says, uh, 99 out of 11, best show, best jokes, five stars. This show, wow. just wow. I started the show after a few weeks ago and had to listen to it all while I work. I instantly became addicted. At first, I thought it would take forever to listen to them all, but I feel the last episode came fast. From the jokes to the nostalgia to the relaxing voices, this show is by far my favorite. If you haven't listened, be sure to check it out. I also listen to Tales from the Tavern. Check that out, too, if you haven't. Dom is my fave, but you all are great. Even though I live in Indiana, near where Chad talks about my man, uh, from Dom's fun voices to Chad's great laugh to Paul and his fear of living dolls, which also scare me, the show has it all. Thank you all for an amazing podcast. Thanks, Pastor. I'm Thank you. I'm glad that you guys got compliments and I just got <laughs> talked about my No, it's your fear is what makes you strong, Paul. Yes, it'll make you stronger. <laughs> That's very nice. Thank you. That's very nice. Thank you for that. Uh, I have one here from Miss Madcap, and it says, Bored at work equals dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. I'm so happy that I got into a weird argument at work and looked up the possibility of Goosebumps podcast, then saw the artwork on this one. I can finally use my Scholastic Book Club subscription 20 years <laughs> after I signed up and pretend to talk about Goosebumps. Keep it up, dudes. Aww, Thank you for that. I've got it. I've got a revealing review here from <laughs> Buckwheat the King. The title is Imaginary Dragons are Mormon. Five <gasps> stars. Can confirm that Imagine Dragons are Mormon. I went to college in Utah. One of my professors was the aunt of the lead singer. She confirmed they even turned down a deal with Coors Light after taking a boat <laughs> as a band. I love it. Where else are you going to get Backroom deal information like that. Where else but are you going to get the truth? True Hollywood stories when we rejected the Coors Light deal. Uh, guys, he, uh, our, 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 our iTunes page, We, I just want to say thank you to everyone who's left a review. It's so wonderful. We are at 468. We are so close to 500 reviews. That's, that's crazy. That's monumental. That's a lot of reviews. And most of them positive. Okay, I think I'm just going to go ahead and say this. I'm just going to go ahead and say this. Goosebuds, America's number one podcast about Goosebumps books. Whoa, I like it. Agreed. I like it. Yeah, Agreed. even though I know there's other ones, we're not going to check those numbers. It's definitely true. It's definitely true. We are the best. We're, tr- we're the best. We're 100% the best. I like it. Guys, thank you so much for your love. Um, And, and guys, thank you for being my, my Goosebud friends and hanging out with me. Thanks for being my Goosebud. Yeah, thanks for being my friends and talking about real-life scary stuff with me. All right, I'm going to go uh, curl up in bed and try not to get too spooked. I'm Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna try and uh, just unsubliminalize myself with some... I don't even know what I'm going to use for it. Probably just some songs that are that are not about trying to stare at I hear ska music is pretty safe. I'm going to uh, uh, spend the next three hours uh, doing things that I normally wouldn't interact with on instagram and facebook to throw off all the algorithms to get them off my <laughs> I tra- love my trail you know you're the true hero dom i'm gonna like imaginary dragons <laughs> <laughs> imaginary dragons. <laughs> all right bye guys Bye-bye. goodbye i love you guys
This episode of Goosebuds is brought to you by our wonderful Patreon supporters. They include these wonderful people. Five Minutes of Mystery. Aaron T. Strunk. Aaron Watching You Sleep Dom. Cole. Aw, thanks. Afshin Madalib. Aiden the Ace. Alistair Perez. Alicia Grafe. Alan Sailor. Amelia Crouch. Andre Villanueva. Andrew Sheriff. You know there's a Villanueva running for sheriff here in Los Angeles. Oh. <laughs> Axel Rock. Bean Daddy Spook Boy. Back again. Becca McWilliams. Bex Moss. Ben Desraff Bueller. Big Bo Bungus. Bradford Coulter. Brandon Rowdenbush. Brian Fernettin. Brian Wells. Buddy Morrill. Kale Clinton. Calf. Cameron Hansen. Cameron McLean. Cameron Murphy Audio. Cardboard Walk. Carewise Gamgee. Carly Sarnowski. Charles Adelman. Chip M. Chosen One. Chris Birch. Christina Doling. Christopher Boyce. Clay Castle. Clayton C. Cody Redfield. Cougar Qualkin Kappelman. Silo. Dan Henshaw. Daniel Kalejas. Danky McStanky. Dappy O. David Cole. David Emerson. David Cron. Devaldi. Drew Applegate. Dylan Vaughn. Ethan Obema. First name, last name. Fred Atkins. Dave Chavez. Get slinked, bitch. Wow, okay. Goblin Library. (laughs) Gregory D. Warren. Heath Robinson. Hector Alberto Rivera Ortiz. Heidi Shanks. Hollis Hornbeak. I got slinked and now I'm an orphan. Sad. (laughs) Sad. Ishaq Arafin. Jack Frazee. Jake Young. James Hudson. James Roy. Jared Mason. Jason Crooker. Jennifer Britton. Jim Greaves. Jin K. Joe. Joe! Don't go chasing waterfalls. Scott. (laughs) Joey Evans. John Jimko. John Keaty. John Luke. Jonas Blotterman. Jonas Eggman. Joshua Jacobwitz. Joshua Lopez. You know, there's Jonas. I wonder if they are Jonas. You know what? We're not going to revisit it. You correct us if you heard it if wrong. If we're wrong, you tell us. <laughs> Joshua. You tell us. It's, it's your fault, not you ours. You tell us, Joshua Michael. Joshua Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Joshua P. Robertson. Jubs. Just a pretty good dog overall. Justin Wagman. Friend to the dogs. Kyla Tharp. Wait, Kevin Cole? What is Kevin doing here? Kevin Cole? Kevin? Aw, shucks. King Bank. Levi like the jeans. Levi, a thin. Oh, one. Loigan Troiano. My man Luke Noodles. Maddie. Madeline Volker. Martin A. Macias. Matt Batchelor. Matt Flanagan. Matthew No. uh, Matthew Notch. Matthew Literal. Matthew Rieger. The three Matthews. Say their names in order, correctly, or you and die live forever. <laughs> oh, or you die. Well, that's. I mean, you're right. I mean, that's the same thing. Same thing. Michael Knight. Michael McDowell. Mickey C. Mickle Hearts Corn underscore. Does he? Oh, thanks. I think he does. He does. He wants you to eat government subsidized corn. <laughs> <laughs> Miguel Pardo. Mike Lanteri. Mikey Jello. More machine than man. More man than Meowmers. 
Jesus. <laughs> Nasty Travis. Nathan Dolezal. Nat 2 Pearl Henderson. Nicholas McCaskey. Nick Hinkle. Nick V. Patrick Reynolds. Paul Grasso. Psychomaster 1. Quentin Pongratz. Randy Hernandez. Reed Steubendike. Reinfected. Rich Hillborn. Robert Moon. Rug S. Sam Z. Ash. <laughs> Scott Colopy. Shifty Swamps. Slumlord Onion. Salezo. Stealth Base. Stefan Jive Turkey Kuabara. Stefan Ghost Kisser Daniels. Nice. Swaggy Yolo Squire. Taylor Dierks. The Rupal Productions. The Dragon Llama. Third Sergio. Foothless Barry. The Whistler. Bostowitz. Tom. Tommy Breakfast Boy. Howie. <laughs> Trendy Moron. Trent Davis. Turtle Manser. Tyler Penner. Tyler Scoop McDuck. Up and Champ. Victor. Vincent Bodica. Walter Fraser. Willa. Woody Wood Harrelson. XO. Oh, I'm a big fan. XO. Hat Skeleton. Ya best pal. Zambambina. Zang Keith. Zentacles. Z- I did the Z, so I'd have a good... I, I, z- I did the Z's, <laughs> so I'd be last. Have a good night, Goose Buzz. Oh, he tried Aww. so hard. He got screwed by Sleepy Boy 69 Dang, and I know that man's real. It's a, we're gonna have mutually assured <laughs> Z destruction at some point. Oh no, guys, get some rest. Thank we you, love you all. Thank you all. Thank you all for the support. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Well, that's great.